Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of their entrepreneurial careers. This is professional certified mindfulness coach Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 78. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hello, thank you so much for joining with me today. It has been quite a week, hasn't it? Um, I was not prepared when I recorded my last episode for um, the invasion of Ukraine. Um, And that has been something big that we're all learning how to deal with it, you know. Um, It was also a busy week. Um, My children and my wife all got sick at the same time. And then my sweet grandmother passed away this weekend, and she she really was not doing well for quite a long time. And my grandpa had passed away several years earlier, and she was missing him as well. And, you know, we are just looking forward to this weekend. We're going to have a funeral, remember her as a family, and we're just glad knowing that she's not sick anymore. But um, I've been thinking a lot about the people in Ukraine and Russia who have lost their lives or who have lost loved ones who are fleeing their homes. And I was trying to imagine what it would be like to have a sick baby because my little um, six-month-old baby, he's – for a – a night we were worried that he was going to get really sick again like he did last fall and maybe have to go to the hospital. And I was trying to imagine, what would it be like to be a refugee, trying to find safety, hoping that I could get the medical attention that I need if I have a sick child? I mean, it's horrifying, even if your children aren't sick, of course, but I just had that moment in the middle of the night where I'm holding my baby and thinking about that. And my heart goes out to all of the people involved. And I would just continue to encourage my listeners, my followers, to find ways to be involved. Let your voices be heard. Find ways to support peace and to support refugees. There is a peaceful protest going on in my city in the next couple of days, and I'm trying to find ways that I can get involved and hopefully make it a powerful experience for my children, for me, for other community members. And this is, of course, a very personal thing. And I know that you'll all find your own ways to support based on your skills and your circumstances. But if you can support financially, my really good friend, Emily Whitlock, She has actually worked for Refugee Relief for about a decade with her own organization, with other people's organization. 
And I asked her for some recommendations of reputable organizations. And she said that Brene Brown is doing some great work in this area right now. So you can look her up on social media and kind of get on board with her. And then Emily also said that she always recommends Lifting Hands International and the IRC. And IRC is International Rescue Committee. And you can find both of those organizations on Instagram at Lifting Hands International and at Rescue Org, O-R-G, Rescue Org. And I will put those links in the show description as well. But also, you know, make sure you do your own research, find organizations that you believe in, and let's help these people as best as we can. So a lot is happening in the world right now. And along with that, there are so many people who are experiencing heightened levels of stress, frustration, kind of wondering what they can do, if they can do anything. There's just a lot of questions being asked. And um, I actually saw a really interesting discussion over Twitter recently. And the original post said, quote, if you're not livid, then you're not listening. Now, there are a lot of things that this quote could mean. So I'm not going to pretend like I know what the original poster was saying exactly. Um. But I will be commenting a little bit more on the reactions that some of the other people had to say in regards to this. There were a couple of people who, like me, recognized at first that it's not exactly true that everyone who is listening will necessarily feel the same emotion, in this case being livid, right? Our feelings are much more complicated than that. Sometimes we imagine that one plus two always equals three. Like if you take me and then you put me in this exact situation, I will always feel blank. But this equation leaves out the fact that there are a lot of different thoughts involved about the situation. And so everyone can feel totally different about the exact same thing that's happening, okay? Let's assume for a moment that the original post was about the war in Ukraine, which it very well might have been, but there are other things it could have been about as well. Um, But a lot of people commenting were assuming that it was about Ukraine, so we'll just kind of look at it in that lens. Okay, one person will listen and will feel sad, And another will listen and feel livid to be sure, and another despondent, another worried, etc. There are so many different feelings. And there are as many different shades of feelings as there are people. So the next question is, should we all feel livid? Many people seem to think that if you didn't feel livid in this circumstance, then you were wrong. And it meant you didn't understand or you didn't care what was happening. One said, quote, or perhaps those not livid lack a basic sense of humanity, unquote. But is that true? Is being livid the only way or even the best way to focus your attention when you want to be involved in activism? And we talked about this um, in the last episode. So I won't go into tons of detail about that, but um, make sure that you go back and listen to that episode as well. But of course that this is not the only way 
or the best way to focus your attention. Whatever feeling helps you to feel alive, empowered, and ready to go to work is probably the most helpful feeling for you in that moment. And you just have to be careful that whatever emotion you choose to feel, because you do get to choose, you get to create the thought that creates the feeling. You just have to be careful that the emotion not only propels you into action, but also that the emotion isn't created out of untruthful thoughts that are distortions of reality. And it makes you it makes it hard for you to really see this situation clearly, okay? There were a few people in the comments who tried to discuss this idea. One said that they didn't believe in fighting violence with more anger, with being livid. And that's what Byron Katie calls inner violence. Um, and the person continued on that they were, that they prefer to feel inner peace in the midst of a storm, in the midst of a conflict, because then they were able to see clearer and make clearer decisions. And that was not a popular comment um, because I'm sure you can imagine if you believe the thought that everyone has to feel livid or and that if they don't feel livid, then they're an uncaring, inhuman monster and that they don't want to listen or they're refusing to understand what's happening in the world. If you believe that and then you hear someone react with calm and peace, then you're just not going to like it, you know. And another assumption they might be making is that if I choose to feel peace about world events, then I'm just copping out. I'm trying to avoid any personal action that I might take. But again, is it true that inner peace equals inaction? Well, no. In fact, I believe that creating inner peace for myself is the best way to see reality clearer, be able to see myself, to see my gifts clearer. And that way I can make more intentional choices about what I want to do. And I believe that for you as well. And I really do believe that creating peace for yourself is the best and only way to teach others to have peace themselves. Okay, inner violence, violent language, violent actions, these never create actual peace. And I'm sure that you can see that in social media, right? Like screaming at each other on social media it doesn't create peace for anyone. <laughs> and maybe there's a place for angry actions, okay? But there is an even greater need and place in this world for people who learn peace in their own lives and then spread it to others um, and spread it by their example, okay? Byron Katie um, has said some of these quotes about war and about violence. She said, quote, the world will be at war as long as the mind is at war with itself. If we can't find peace within ourselves, where is the hope for peace in the world? Unquote. And she also said, the power of one. If I can't stop war in my life, how can I expect politicians to stop war in the world? I can't. And we all have equal wisdom. So if I can do it, then I know that anyone can do it if their mind is open, unquote. And she also said, quote, a teacher of fear can't bring peace on earth. We have been trying to do it that way for 
thousands of years. The person who turns inner violence around, the person who finds peace inside and lives it, is the one who teaches what true peace is. We are waiting for just one teacher. You're the one. End quote. How cool is that to think of you being the one who creates peace inside your own mind and inside your own life and that you become the teacher that teaches other people how to do it? I just love that. And um, another one of my favorite teachers, as you know, Eckhart Tolle, he said, quote, can you feel that there is something in you that is at war, something that feels threatened and wants to survive at all cost, that needs the drama in order to assert its identity as the victorious character within that theatrical production? Can you feel there is something in you that would rather be right than at peace, end quote. And I think that a lot of us opera, singer, theatrical performer type people might relate to that because, yeah, we do. Not only do we live drama on the stage, but artists, we tend to be connected to our emotions and feel a lot of emotions and show a lot of emotions. Not that we're all the same. I know I'm probably overgeneralizing, but... You know, a lot of us, I think, can relate to that feeling like we're at war in ourselves and creating drama. And how is it that we could possibly relate calmly and peacefully in the world if we have inner turmoil and drama in our brains? You know, he also said, quote, war is a mindset and all action that comes out of such a mindset will either strengthen the enemy, the perceived evil, or if the war is won, will create a new enemy, a new evil equal to and often worse than the one that was defeated, end quote. So yeah, if you carry a mindset of war with you, even if you conquer the current enemy, you'll continue to create more enemies around you. And I like how it says war is a mindset and all action comes out of mindset, okay? So if you have a mindset of war, you'll create more war in your life. If you have a mindset of peace, you'll create more peace. That's such a beautiful and powerful thing to think about. There are so many people right now who are wondering how to react to this war It can feel overwhelming. They want to know how to promote peace. They want to know how to help Ukraine. They want to know how to help refugees, etc. And some people feel despondent and feel that there's nothing realistic that they can do to make a difference. I remember last week, my brother texting at some point and saying, it feels weird to just go to work and do normal things when you know that There are people terrified for their lives on the other side of the world. But if we're being honest, that's always how the world is. And if we stop going to work, stop spreading goodness, stop doing all the good that we can possibly do, then we're not helping any more than if we just decide to stay home and be despondent about it. Okay, And what I would suggest to everyone 
that the first step for you, no matter what is happening in the world, whatever your life looks like, where you live, what I would suggest is to start by creating your own inner peace. Stop being at war with yourself. <laughs> That's the always the first step. We always want to stop war with other people. Stop war with countries. Stop war with our friend that we're fighting with, you know, but the real war is within you. It's within your mind. It's within your heart. Stop being at war with the voice inside your head. It's just a pretend voice. It doesn't really exist. It's not even you and you're at, having a battle with it. And this will help you to stop the war that you wage with your family, with your coworkers and roommates. It will help you to stop waging war on the other drivers on the highway. And it would definitely help airline passengers stop waging wars with flight attendants, which has been on the rise since the pandemic. It would help adults to stop waging war against girls who are selling Girl Scout cookies, which is I saw was trending on Twitter. And so many other things that are going on. And the peace that you can create inside you, and you're the only one who can do it. No politician can create peace inside you. No relationship can create peace inside you. No job, no amount of money, no blah, 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 blah. All of these things, they cannot create this inside you. Only you have that power. And then you'll be able to spread peace to others. But will it stop the war? Of course not. But, and this is so, 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 so important, it will help you to see clearly what you can do right now to make the most impact. It is this that I hope for each of you, and it is this that I hope for the world. And so if you would like to learn how to start making more peace for yourself so you can have less stress, less anxiety, less inner war, and more clarity about your purpose and what you can actually do to continue to spread the inner peace you've created to the rest of the world, it's time. Head over to evandunn.com. Sign up for a free sample session. And you can also sign up for my newsletter while you're there with other helpful content like this. So my beautiful friends, take this power into your own hands. Create peace in your life. And of course, keep singing. Because the world really does need your voice. Stop waiting in the wings. Go out and take the stage. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 